Uh, welcome everybody to uh, Yoga Sutra Thursday. Vibhuti Pada, again, we have only a few sutras left. We're down to uh, five sutras on the Vibhuti Pada. So, yeah, good, exciting stuff. Uh, we had a nice chanting session this morning. We went over about two hours chanting. Got all the way through. We chanted all four autos of the Yoga Chikras in the end. And uh, a lot of chanting we did. We didn't skip anything that, we, that we've been doing uh, the last six months. Uh, so, impressed. <laughs> It was a test of my own endurance and everybody who joined in at the beginning stayed through the whole thing and I'm super impressed. Next time I'll have to make everybody sit in, in Padmasana. So obviously it's too easy for them. So Okay, so let's get started. We'll start with the chanting and again, since we're doing the entire chanting of the third chapter, we're just going to go through each sutta one time without any repetition. So we'll have to get the repetition uh, when we're actually discussing the sutta. And if you're watching it on YouTube, the replay, you can pause it if you need to, to uh, study the pronunciation and get the pronunciation down. Shri Gurave Namaha, Om Shri Ganeshaya Namaha, Om Shri Saraswatiye Namaha, Om Vande Guru Nam Charanaravinde, Sandarishita Swatma Sukhava Bode, Nishreya Se Jangarikayamane, Samsara hala hala moha shantye Abahu purusha karam Shankachakrasi tarinam Sahasra shirsam shvetam Pranamami patanjalam Yogena chit Tasya padena vacham malam sharirasya chavaidyakena yo pakarotam prabaram muninam patanjalim pranjadiranatosmi om asatoma sakamaya Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya Mrityorma Amrutam Gamaya Om Shanti 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 Om Sahana Bhavatu Sahana Bunaktu Sahaviryam karavavahai Tejasvinavati tamasdumavitvishavahai Om Shanti Shanti Shantihi Om Namo Brahmavidyo Brahmavidya Sambradaya Kartribyo Namo Vamsharishibyo Namo Mahadbyo Namo Gurupyaha Sarvo Paplavarahita Pragnana Kana Pratigarato Brahmaiva Hamasmi Om Tatsata Om Paramatmane Namaha Shri Patanjala Yoga Darshanam Atavibhuti Padaha Desha Bandhas Chittasya Dharana Tatra Pratyayai Katanata Dhyanam 
ಪೂರ್ವೇಭ್ಯ ೀರ್ಥಾನೀರೋಧಸಂಸ್ಕಾರೋಧಪರಿಣಾಮ ಶಾಂತೋರಿತೂರ್ಯತ್ಯಾಚಿತ್ತೂತೇಂದ್ರಿಯು ಧರ್ಮಲಕ್ಷಣಾವಸ್ಥಾಪರಿಣಾಮಿ ಕ್ರಮಾತ್ವಂಪರಿಣಾಮಾತ್ವೇತುಪರಿಣಾಮತ್ರಯಸೈನ್ಯಮಾರತೀತಾಗತಜ್ಞಾನ ಸಂಸ್ಕಾರಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ಪರಣಾತ್ಪೂರ್ವಜಾತಿಜ್ಞಾನ ಸೋಪಕ್ರಮಂಪಕ್ರಮಂಚಕಾಡ್ಮತ್ಸೈನ್ಯಮಾಡಪರಾಂತಜ್ಞಾನಮಿಷ್ಟೇಭ್ಯ
ಬಲವಜ್ರಸಂಹನತ್ವಾಯಸ್ಮಿತಾಯಮಿಂದ್ರಿಯಜಯ ತೈರಾಗ್ಯಾಷಬೀಜಕ್ಷೈವಾಯ ಸಾಪನಿಮಂತ್ರಣೇಸಂಗಸ್ಮಯಾಕರಣಂಪುನರಿಷ್ಟಪ್ರಸಂಗಾತ್ಕ್ರಮಯೋಸೈನ್
necessarily a good person, right? What you do with uh, the uh, power that you accumulate, whether it's material powers or psychic powers or whatever kind of powers you have um, that you've accumulated because you're a disciplined person, right? Uh, can go a lot of different directions. And if you, uh, Sutra 350, Patanjali is reminding us to continue to cultivate Vaidagya because that is the method for purifying all our defects and, and carrying us through to freedom, going beyond suffering, beyond uh, compulsive cycle of birth and death, getting out of the wheel of samsara. So it's Vaidagya. Uh, so I left just one slide up for 350, just because Vaidagya is a, is a big topic. And before we go to the next sutra, um, back in the first chapter, Patanjali gives us a formula for developing uh, stability of attention. And the formula is uh, abhyasa practice, vaidagya, uh, renunciation or detachment. Uh, literally, it means non-coloring, non-coloring, right? So your filtering system right, becomes more pure. Uh, so abhyasa practice and vaidagya. Uh, abhyasa, vaidagya, abhyam, this is Sutra 112. Sutra 112, Vairag, Abhyasa, Vairag, Yabhyam, Tan, Nirodha. To get that Nirodha, the Chitta Vritti Nirodha, the stability of our attention, so we can apply our mental faculties consciously and keep them directed on what we're doing. We need to practice, which is defined as the effort to keep the mind stable. And then vairagya is we have to be able to let go of anything that's preventing us from uh, keeping the course that we chose. And Patanjali gives us two types of vairagya, two types of vairagya. There's saying, uh, uh, how's it, how's the sutra go? Uh, Hold on one second. I'm accessing my database. Uh, so the sutra is Drishtanu. I think it's uh it should be uh 115. Drishtanu Shravika Vishaya Vitrishnasya Vashikara. So Vashikara means you have mastery. Vashikara Sanya Sanya like the uh, the J N A some yeah Sanya Vaidagyam. So one the first level of Vaidagya is the Sanya Vaidagya S A M J N A Sanya Vaidagya, and that means you you recognize you identify things. And the word before it was vashikara, and that means you you kind of muster up the control because you recognize it's it's going to be beneficial. You muster up some control to let go of what you recognize. Right, sanya sanya is means like you have a your recognizing you have awareness of certain things that uh, you want to let go of, that should be let go of. And then the next sutra on Vairagya, there's two types of Vairagya. The next one is Paravairagya. So Sanya Vairagya and Paravairagya. Para means like the, the ultimate, the, the best. So the best kind of Vairagya comes from having a special kind of experience where you prefer that other experience over 
those other things that are not so uh, helpful and useful. Whereas the Sanya Vairagya requires Vashikara, requires effort and, and self-mastery, self-control. The Paravairagya, it's like you've, you've replaced one attachment with something better, with a better attachment. So, Tatparam Vajna Vairagyam Tatparam Parushakyater Gunavai Trishnam Parushakyati, Parushakyati. So you have this experience of being more connected with your spirit. And you, you would prefer to cultivate that experience rather than eat uh, ice cream at 10.30 at night. Or you're just content because you have this... Uh, you know, another way to look at it is like, uh, rather than leaving it so kind of esoteric and spiritually vague, like you recognize like the quality of your energy, the, the way you're experiencing your, your own vitality is clear and uplifting. Like you have your vitality is clear. You have, there's some effulgence uh, circulating in your system. Right, so why would you want to eat ice cream when you know well, the ice cream is going to dull your energy? You're going to become less, less sharp and less uh, clear. You're going to feel heavier and duller after you eat the ice cream. So because you've had, you've can become aware of and become connected with this, with your own life energy more, you start to do things more that that preserve or enhance your energy rather than choosing those other things like smoking cigarettes uh, and et cetera, et cetera, like uh, staying up too late and because you like uh, you're binge watching, you know, a serial, a series, a Netflix series or something. And then you're hung over the next day, uh, not necessarily because you drank, but because you were just stayed up like two or three hours later than then you probably should have, right? So then, sure, you had some fun last night, but then the you have like, you lose three or four hours of of your day when you wake up the next day because you're, it takes you that much time to recover. So you're preserving, you have this Purusha Kyati, this experience of your, your energy more connected to that and you're not so willing to sacrifice for small pleasures that which really actually is more pleasurable is that you have vitality, you're clear and you're awake and you can do things. You have the energy to, to accomplish things that are important to you instead of struggling against your own energy because you don't know how to take care of your energy that so well, or because you're too compelled to, uh, consume you know or uh not not go to sleep on time or you know that kind of thing right so vairagya that's the vairagya uh and Patanjali is telling us you know, if we if we continue to cultivate vairagya at subtler and subtler and subtler levels uh it purifies all our defects. And when you say defects, we're talking about, you know, like greed, anger, anxiety, these things. And if you don't have greed, anger, and anxieties, then you probably feel pretty free. So that's Kaivalya. You've transcended your, uh, your conditioning, those baggages. So two types of Vairagya, Sanya Vairagya and Para Vairagya, Sutras 115 and 116. Tad Vairagya Dapi Doshabi Jakshaye Kaivalyam Tad Vairagya 
ಉಪನಿಮಂತ್ರೇ ಸಂಗಸ್ಮಯ ಅಕರ್ಣ ಪುನರನಿಷ್ಟ ಪುನರ್ ಅನಿಷ್ಟ ಪ್ರಸಂಗಾತ್ or uh, alexis this could be a y and then you run run it together stan stan upani mantrane right if that was a y it would be stan upani mantrane sangasmaya akaranam punar anishta prasangat So when uh you're going to get offers people are going to want to recruit you onto their team when desirable invitations present themselves take caution uh not to allow pride of association choose your uh be the motive that how you choose right this this causes uh what what we don't want to happen again suffering right we're trying to uh end the suffering or you can think of like you know all the suffering that these guys uh, ravana and voldemort and uh who was the other one uh ravana voldemort and darth vader right they're not happy people because they've cultivated like a lot of yoga practice uh in the sense of getting strong using their discipline to become powerful and strong but they're not cultivating the vairagya they're pursuing their own self interest uh to extreme so they're they're struggling against what might be harmonious uh a harmonious relationship with uh other people and society and uh what not so they're they're suffering of course if you asked them if they're suffering they would be they would vehemently deny that they're suffering but for somebody who's uh on that path of self purification they can see the the anguish you know that they're they're striving against the current to try to make things happen the way they want them to happen for themselves stani means a high position stan upani mantra ne upani mantra means invitation uh basically invitation inauguration it's a they they give you a titles or whatever they offer you positions and titles uh you get in, in, invited cuz uh they're attracted to your abilities and your uh not just your material abilities but your uh your influent your influence with people your charismatic charismatic abilities uh if they're interested in your wisdom right and they're sincere about their own uh process of following the the yogic path in the proper way then then there's no problem right but uh it's just a caution so what's the next word sangasmaya akaranam sanga means a membership uh not the same word sanga like meaning like the spiritual community that's with a h sanga uh smaya means pride and akarana means akarana means don't act don't act why this is a don't act because if you take the positions that are being offered to you uh for the wrong reasons 
then punar again anishta that which you don't want punar anishta that which you don't want the suffering the obstructions and the suffering anishta those things you do not want uh, punar means uh, again uh, in this sense like digressing right you're digressing again you're going back into those things that you were working to overcome anishta means undesirable ishta means desire ishta like ishta devata is your chosen deity anishta it's what you would rather not, the last thing you would choose is to digress back into the realm of compulsion, suffering. Prasanga means indulgence. From, from that, from indulging. Prasangat, prasangat, from that indulgence, right? Again, you're getting involved in those things you don't want because you're attracted to it, to the prestige. Stanyupani mantrane sangasmaya akaranam punar anishta prasangat punar punar anishta Punaranishta prasangat, Punaranishta prasangat, Stanyupani mantrane, Sangasmaya karanam, Punaranishta prasangat. Okay? Makes sense? Oh, so small. Yeah. Sorry, I made the slideshow an hour ago. I might have made some mistakes. Yeah. Uh, so the, the closing section is from 52 to 55. And I gave it this title of becoming utterly present, utterly present. It's the opening uh, sutra here and reaching the other shore right? because the metaphor is where there's two shores you're on the shore of uh, bondage and we're trying to get across the ocean to the shore of liberation that's the classic uh, analogy that's presented from india so from one shore to the other so and we're going to see in the next sutra they're going to call this this result here of viveka jnana viveka uh, having where you have clarity of awareness um, in a continuum from moment to moment, right? That's the, they call it the raft. Uh, so again, it's this uh, working from the same analogy of you need a raft if you're going to go across from one shore to the other. Shana tut. Uh, I can. There we go. Kshanatat kramayoho sanyamat viveka jangyanam. Kshanatat kramayoho sanyamat viveka jangyanam. Kshanatat kramayoho sanyamat viveka jangyanam. Once more. Shanatat kramayo sainyamat viveka jangyanam. The clear direct knowledge comes from sainyama meditation on the passage of time from one moment to the next. Or from moment to moment to moment, you're paying attention. And that gives rise to clear, direct knowledge, vivekajam. Kshana. Kshana means a moment. At the end of 
the fourth chapter, the second to the last sutra, Patanjali, like this idea of being, understanding what a moment of time is, a moment of experience, actually. To Patanjali, it's a moment of experience, not really a moment of time in the way we think of time as something outside of ourselves, but it's a moment of experience. It's something within us. Uh, so in at second to the last sutra, right, Patanjali, so much importance to understand what this moment of experience is that he defines it in the second to the last sutra of the entire book. That's a pretty uh, prestigious uh, position to have the second to the last sutra for something just to talk about what is a moment anyways. Before we close, let me make sure you know what a moment is. So uh, this moment thing is, is a big deal. The moment, the moment, the moment. Uh, are you in the moment right now? And are you still in the moment? Is the moment still there? What's happening to the moment? It's unfolding, isn't it? It's a continuum. It's a continuum. And that moment is really the only thing that's actually real. The moment that's right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, again and again. That moment of experience is the only true reality. So going from dealing with our baggage to then uh, getting in touch with the, the ultimate reality. Shana is moment, that, that. So that moment, right? krama means step, as in like vinyasa krama. We make a sequence of steps to go from point A to point Z. We go through a sequence of steps. So krama is step. So the step from moment to moment, the step of one moment into the next moment, into the next moment, into the next moment, into the next moment. Sainyamat, the Sainyama meditation, on that, from that Sainyama, on this sequence of the moment. Uh, viveka, Viveka Jam, Ja means born, the suffix bun, uh, Ja, the suffix Ja means born from Viveka. Born from Viveka. So Viveka is uh, clear perception where there's no confusion from the ego, from the ignorance. You're able to discern uh, clearly without the coloring from your history. Right? Vaidagya means literally non-coloring. Vaidagya literally means non-coloring. So the viveka is your perception without the coloring. So you can actually see what it really is. Vivekaja, jnanam, and then jnana means knowledge. So any thoughts about what's, what's being presented here? What's going on? This uh, move from, we went through all this yoga process, all these different aspects of ourself and creation within ourself. And now Patanjali is giving us one final sign yama actually, isn't he? So, but it, it's less of a sign yama on ourself uh, and more just a sign yama, you know, on, on being present. Anybody? Peanuts to the peanut gallery? <laughs> Christina? Well, I mean, if, if you're um, in a constant state of meditation, then you're only aware of the present moment. Right. So it's... Big deal. So what? Is it a big deal? Is, it a, is there a so what to it? 
Tell me. Make a big deal out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's more like, oh, duh, probably, huh? <laughs> I've been in a dream. Oh, duh, this is actually <laughs> what's happening. Yeah? Okay. Let's see what the next slide says. Ah, uh, so, yeah, so the, in, in the first chapter, Patanjali talks about when you're when you have when your memory goes down your memory purifies and your attention becomes more subtle then that kind of knowledge that fills up your awareness or your being he calls it ratambara ratam means uh like absolute truth versus satya which is usually we call it like subjective truth ratam bara means like filled or like a cloud uh you know like a, a cloud is full of uh it's pregnant with uh potential rain right uh so this is this is what we're talking about having that being immersed in that uh experience how do we get there we need a couple of things we need stability of attention and we need to be free from discursive thoughts. So the, the ego has to be uh, held in the, uh, I don't know how to say it, because I, I don't know, because I'm not enlightened. So <laughs> how would I know? <laughs> but what are these discursive thoughts? So we have, uh, we have to overcome feelings of superiority or inferiority. These are discursive thoughts. Those guys are really stupid. I'm so much better than them. I do Ashtanga yoga. I know how to do Ashtanga yoga better than they. They know how to do Ashtanga yoga. Like, or, ah, uh, I'll never, I'll never be, <laughs> I'll never make it. They'll always be better than me. So uh, overcoming these, these feelings, these, uh, basically they're judgments having a judgmental view. So equanimity, right? What we've talked about before, we have to really be established in equanimity. So we're not looking up or down on anything, including ourselves. Uh, duality, right? Duality is a sense of separation. That there's things are separate, not connected, uh, not livingly, in a living way, being connected or being separate. We can intellectually know that we need trees because the trees exhale oxygen and inhale carbon dioxide. And that's, you know, the other half of our lungs. Intellectually, we inhale the oxygen and exhale the carbon dioxide. So the, we're like two halves of the lungs breathing, you know, for the earth between the animals and the and the vegetables, right? Uh, but to actually have a sense of that uh, or perception, that non-dual perception, to abolish, to destroy, to overcome the dual per uh, perception of duality, subject and object, disconnection. Oops, sorry. Uh, And then, and we get so attached to all kinds of different things. We get attached to having special experiences in our yoga practice. And we, we can't be attached to even those special experiences of unity. Uh, all kind of marks means like, uh, Nature has become the cell phone. It's a mark, has the mark of a cell phone or the mark of this yellow shirt. Mark means it has a distinction to it. It's been marked up, right? right? We mark up, uh, if you have like a report, then somebody who reviews the report, the report marks it up. It creates uh, 
comments and as he looks at it, this is good. This is not good. This is that. This is the other thing. And yeah, so Mark's characteristics and Mark's, the nature of the of, uh, things like uh, like a deer is peaceful or our experience, our, our special experience in yoga is so pleasurable. We get so attached to the mark of that pleasure. Uh, and so these things also need to be viewed with equanimity and, and non-attachment. So these are the kinds of discursive thoughts that we're, we need to, a few examples of discursive thoughts that need to be abandoned. And then your mind can be present and clear. So some, a lot of yoga, we're, we're talking about, you know, how to manage ourselves on a practical daily level. And I mentioned it this morning, the, the purpose of, of that is so that the mind can become more capable of understanding the ultimate reality of things, which is um, uh, much different than our ordinary perception. Like when you look at things under the uh, electron microscope or the, uh, you know, the, the quantum physicist looks at things closely. He sees the nature of the true nature of things is really not what it appears on the surface. And I don't know, is it a big deal? Is it important? Definitely overcoming, you know, our compulsions and our, uh, Stupidity is, is important or useful or valuable, desirable. Uh, I can't speak so much about this other experience other than becoming attached to those pleasurable experiences I have in yoga. So I'm guilty of attachment to the pleasurable experiences in yoga. Shana, we're going to recite the sutra one more time and then we'll go to the next sutra. Shana tat kramayo ho sanyamat viveka jangyanam. Shana tat kramayo ho sanyamat viveka jangyanam. Shana tat kramayo sanyamat viveka jangyanam. Shana tat Kramayo sainyamat viveka jangyanam. So the next sutra, uh, jati lakshana deshaihi anyata anavacheda tuliyos tataf pratipattihi. So even though the form and the qualities and positioning, that's these first few words, form, quality, and positioning of something may appear to be the same. The attention to the subtlety of each moment seemingly indiscernible changes, right? It seems like to the normal perception, like that the changes are, you can't detect the changes, but uh, the attention, right, can reveal those changes. Those changes can be perceived. If the attention is really uh, clearly attentive to the moment by moment passage or, or unfolding. Jati means the, the nature of something or the quality. Lakshana is the specific attributes that it has. Like nature means like more like uh, the 
like compassionate, peaceful, uh, at, uh, aggressive, those kinds of things. Um, attributes like uh, has four legs, eats grass, <laughs> um, those types of things. Uh, as 4G <laughs> capacity <laughs> as an attribute. Uh, Desha, positioning or location, Desha. Desha was the first word of the third chapter, actually. Desha bandhas chittasya dharana. Desha bandhas chittasya dharana. Desha, location. Uh, so, they like to give this example the classic orthodox example is you see a black horse and then you see another black horse and you think it's the same black horse, but the yogi can tell that it's not the same black horse. <laughs> it's like, what does that have to do with liberation? What does that have to do with uh, overcoming my, <laughs> my compulsions and my ignorance and stupidity and, and anger, uh, lack of patience for, for other people when they're, being controlled by their by their compulsions, uh, instead of being compassionate and understanding, like oh, this person's suffering; he's being a victim of his own compulsions, his own kleshas, his own afflictions. Uh, I feel so bad for him. No, I get <laughs> I lose my patience. <laughs> uh, so how how does this this uh, relate to any of that? Um, if we take this sainyama of attention to the moment to the moment, right? And then we're able to see the changes, the subtle changes from moment to moment uh, that something is undergoing. Uh, and we apply it to ourselves, like in the previous Sanyama, one, uh, 347, where we look at our sense perception, the grahana and, and our asmita, and how those two things, our, our ego, our intelligence, uh, how does our intelligence or our personality process the information that's coming in, right? And the state of our personality, right? If we focus our, our attention on the moment by moment uh, unfolding change that's occurring, we'll be aware of how we ourselves are changing or not changing. If there's a change in us, we'll be aware of it. Because if we're in a good mood, we will interpret an experience in one way. And if we're in a bad mood, we'll interpret the same experience in a different way, right? Whatever kind of change occurs within us internally is going to affect the way we process the sense perception, what's happening and what we're aware of and perceiving in our environment, whether that's uh, the person you're talking to, or just, you know, you're sitting in the room or whatever it is, driving your car. Right? If to be aware of where you're coming from, how uh, your mood or your, uh, where you're perceiving from, right? How is that uh, changing or remaining stable? If your attention is on on that, right? Then, if your attention is on that continuity of of yourself from moment to moment, then you're going to be able to observe and be alert to when you when there's a change within you and that could make or break your ability to respond uh level with a level head to something right if your mood switches on you without you realizing it and then you respond to something from a completely different place than where you were originally right there's gonna be a different trajectory to where you're going from where you originally intended. So I think this is really applicable uh, not to be able to distinguish the two black, 
identical looking black horses, but to actually distinguish between the two uh, indistinguishable differences within yourself. That will change the way you're, you're um, directing your, your movement and your engagement in life. So, so uh, we got the first three words. Uh, the other three words are on this page. Anyata, in the previous sutras, we we're using this word uh, and understanding it to mean unbounded, limitless, or unmeasurable. No, sorry, atyanta. I was atyanta. This is anyata. Okay, different word. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so it means distinction. I was confused because at one point uh, in my process of studying the sutras, I had atyanta, which is in uh, a couple of other sutras we talked about last last week. Um, also as distinction. So anavacheda, so anavacheda, atyanta, the other word means unbounded. This word means distinction. Anavacheda means undifferentiated. There's, you can't distinguish a difference. So even though there's a distinction, uh, it's difficult to see the distinction. Anyata, Anavacheda. Tulia means equal, equal, right? So those two things seem equal. Tulia, equal. To the average person's awareness, it's just the same thing. But because we have the Sainyama meditation on the moment, by moment, by moment, right? And we're getting this our clarity is increasing, increasing, increasing as it as our attention hones in on the moment by moment unfolding, then we have uh, the ability to distinguish the differences. Uh, we get that knowledge, pratipati, of the distinctions. In other words, the more closely you pay attention to something, the more you're going to notice about it. And it and in the sense here, what's unique about in this section is we're talking about um, how something is not remaining stagnant, static. Nothing is static. Everything is undergoing change from moment to moment. And that's actually the definition of a moment, the experience of a moment, according to Patanjali in Sutra 433, is the perception of this, the smallest incremental perception of change. That defines a moment. So a moment is actually defined by uh, seeing a change in, in something. So the closer you're paying attention to something, the more refined that awareness of the changes are gonna become. If your attention is more on the surface and grosser, then you're not gonna see subtle changes, you're gonna see grosser changes. Simple mathematics, right? Not complicated. Uh, tata means consequently or, or thenceforth and pratipati means coming to know, coming to know. You will come to know these distinctions. Right? You get the distinction of something that seems indistinguishable. Uh, what's changing? These things change. The quality or the nature of something, the attributes it has, and its position. Like molecules are moving, right? 
they're vibrating just if that's if they're really hot they vibrate faster if it's they're really cold they vibrate slower <laughs> the electrons are always moving around the protons uh, the nucleus right there's always movement so nothing's ever static and uh, the qualities and the attributes are also changing at least uh, uh, subtly so I think I have a bunch of blah 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 but that's enough well for today on that Yeah. Okay. Talk to me, anybody? Alexis? Earlier today, you said the sutra talks are very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Can I see the next slide? The next slide, yeah. This one? Yeah, yeah. You're reading the notes, huh? Yeah. I have to admit, I didn't really read my notes very carefully. I skimmed through them. But... Good. Can you leave it up another minute? Are you done? Okay. So two more sutras. Two more sutras. So many notes. What's up with all these notes? Okay. Too much talking. Do you um, observe people's asana using this line? I observe their asana. Their, what about? So what's the um, question? Like uh, their pro, our progress and uh, movement. Your progress um, and your movement. Yeah, yeah, using. Is uh, three fifty-three. Those three things: the jati, the yeah. the lakshana, and the and the desha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not like consciously thinking in that way. Oh, okay. But but yeah, I mean those are those are the things that are there to be observed. But but I don't think about it like so like analytically. It's more a natural. I can tell everything about what's going on in your head by watching your movement <laughs> and watching your breathing. No, I'm kidding. And but that gets back to like, right when the potentially said to observe your own mood, become more aware of your own mood. And then that gives you capacity to uh, pick up on other people's moods to perceive other people's moods. So Sutra um, 318 and 319. 318 and 319. Uh, samskara sakshat karanat purva jati So become aware of the your quality of your own self that as you're doing stuff the more you study your own quality, your own mood, then the more you'll have the capacity to perceive it in other people. So you can better understand where other people are coming from. Christina. When you see the subtle changes, you're also able to see what's constant. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. Like look at somebody. You see their changes from day to day, but you know what they really are because you, there's one thing that doesn't change. Uh-huh. Wow. So beautiful. One thing that doesn't change. Okay, you want to talk about the one thing that doesn't change? Uh, what do you want me to say about it? <laughs> I, how would I know? I don't know. For the benefit of everybody else, you can... I mean, or whatever you, you can when able you see to press. Yeah, I mean, well, everything's the same. Everything's one. And that's what's, I mean, that's what's not changing. You, you can see like, like everyone's behaviors or patterns or, you know, maybe one day 
like, I don't know, you can just see the subtle changes in people, but there's yeah. always something that's just not changing. And then you can see beyond clations or whatever. Mm. The self, I guess, if yeah. you want to call it. I buy it. I'm sold. You have a, you have a customer. Om Tat Sat Om Swasti Prajabya Paripalyantam Nyayena Margena Mahim Mahishaha Go Brahmanebya Shubamastu Nityam Lokaha samastaha sukino bhavantu Kale varshatu prajanyaha prativi satya shalani Desho yang shobaritaha brahmana santinirbhyaha Putra putrina santu putrina santu kautrinaha Adana sadana santu jivantu sharadam shatam Sarvesham swastir bhavatu, sarvesham shantir bhavatu, sarvesham purnam bhavatu, sarvesham mangalam bhavatu, sarve bhavantu sukhinaha, sarve santu niramiyaha, sarve badrani pashyantu, makaschittuka bhagavetu, Om Shanti 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 Om Asatoma Sakamaya Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya Mrityorma Amrutangamaya Om Shanti 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 Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudajate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamivavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Om Tatsat Okay, have a good rest of your evening. Thank you.